All right, guys, we're back again, and as you know, this is Gator Tales. Uh, we have f completed all of our sixth grade uh, teachers, and as I said, we're going to move on to seventh and eighth grade. Um, so today we are going to, and then I think today and tomorrow, which today is the, what, 12th, we are going to be doing um, a lot of the seventh grade teachers, and we yeah. have one with you today, and as always, I'm Mr. Weich. I'm Miss Prickett. And today we have with us... Hi, I'm Mr. Reeve. Awesome. So... Uh, and, and uh, the all the teachers that we've done so far, I've known. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, looking, at least I'm a little bit. I'm looking forward to these because I really. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Don't, don't know you at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No idea who you are. Yeah. I don't even know what you teach, to be quite honest. So. So we're gonna get. We're, so we're gonna get into that, right? Um. So what do you teach? Yeah. I teach math, seventh math, and seven eight math. That's seventh and okay. So right. those of you, uh, and this goes out to hopefully some of the parents will listen and they'll get a little bit of an idea mm -hmm. about your personality, which is. Like I said, why we're doing this. So we're going to just jump right in. Yeah, um, yeah. Tell me why you decided to become a teacher. Uh, and this, when I, did you have previous jobs? This is kind of like your journey to yeah. education. Cool. Um, so I grew up in a family of three boys. Mm -hmm. And my dad was a pastor in a United Methodist church for a long time. And he, like when I was really young, like probably the first eight years of my life, uh, he was never around. He was very much like married to work. Uh -huh. And then through a series of long stories that I will not get into right now, uh, he had to leave his job and um, became a teacher. He actually went and became a PE teacher. And I kind of got my dad back. And so growing up, after he was a teacher, I kind of saw the impact of his work when I was kind of old enough to understand what teachers do and kind of go to work with him. And I got into high school and I started to kind of reflect on why I have some issues that I have. And um, talking to a really good friend, he was like, well, I mean, you didn't really have a dad when you were younger. And my dad owns up to it and admits it. He's really, um, we have a good relationship now, but he kind of admits it to you. Like he kind of dropped the ball in my early years. And so when I was thinking of careers, mm -hmm. I really wanted to get into a career that would let me kind of be a mentor to young men. Um, that would let me be a part of the lives of kids who needed a father figure or just needed someone to believe in them and say that they're proud of them. And so in college, I went to Georgia Tech, and if you know anything about Georgia Tech, it is not a education college. Um, <laughs> I, I went there. I followed a girl there that I really liked, ah, okay, and okay. I crashed and burned within two weeks. Well, and, and so it's, so it's in a rougher part of Atlanta too, school, right? Yes, yeah. it's in I, Atlanta. I went to school in Atlanta as well. I went to Emory, so oh, nice. so yeah, so, so a lot of friends at Emory. So sort of close, but yeah, yeah. So you know Atlanta, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a fun place. <laughs> yes, and I, I do. I've had been to Georgia Tech games, and I can tell you, like walking. You know, walking to the varsity and stuff like mm -hmm. that, it's, it's, it's a little rough sometimes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little rough. <laughs> yeah, so I went to tech for chemical and biomedical engineering and then proceeded to flunk everything, which I'm sure telling us to parents maybe out there, this is not the most encouraging thing. Well, no, it shows that you, you got to pick your thing up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think it's a great thing. Here you are. Um, but so I realized like, I just didn't want to be an engineer, so I switched tracks to a more well-rounded education, one that would kind of teach me how to write papers and read and kind of process information. And then I applied to a grad school called the Memphis Teacher Residency after I graduated. Mm -hmm. And they kind of matched up with the mission of what I wanted to do. Um, their mission is to create teachers who are specifically trained in trauma-based teaching. And so they go into the huh. worst schools in Memphis, Tennessee, and they, they kind of try to be a light there. So the way the program works, because most people aren't familiar with a residency teaching model, um, I was in class, I was in an actual school classroom four days of the week. And then Fridays and Saturdays, I would have grad school classes. So okay. And at the end of the year, of one year, I have a master's of urban education. Um, it's called a master's of urban education. Urban education, education yep. And so, uh, um, what is your master's called? 
my master's. Yeah. It's just a master's in education. It's just normal. So we all have different. Ma- I have a master's of arts in teaching. Oh, Middle level education. So um, it's all different. It's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, mine, I just specialize yeah. in social studies. But no, I was going to say, I actually lived in Memphis for a year. No and I emailed back and forth with the program that you're talking no about. Way. I uh, actually really considered doing it. But um, at the time, we were not. Uh, my husband and I were mm-hmm. not married. We weren't sure if we were wanting to be in Memphis, and it's oh. a it's a commitment. Oh yeah, it's a four year. commitment. He didn't get yeah. to this, but you have to teach three years after. Yeah, it's a one but year yeah, it's an awesome program. I know people who did it. Yeah, um, who do you know? Um, a guy named Brandon Chase. He he did it. He's probably still in it. He's probably in his fourth year. This was okay, like gotcha. a few years ago. So okay, because I graduated. I went to the program in 2013, 2014. Uh-huh. and then I got done with my three years of teaching in Memphis. Okay, he would have started in like 2017. Gotcha. Yeah, but and the, as good as the program's a phenomenal program if you're interested in teaching, but um, it's grown so much. Okay, like there are yeah. people that like my classes. I think 50, and we were the largest at the time, and now they've split to an elementary one and a high school one, mm. or secondary they call it. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Very so that's cool. how I kind of got here. I did all that. Taught se- seventh. Taught fourth grade for seven years. Where? Uh, Woodland Elementary School in okay. Greer, and then in Memphis, um, I taught at Dunbar Elementary School. And then Cornerstone Prep Denver, which was a takeover school, so mm. charter. So, so this, I mean, you're obviously new to Rudolph Gordon. Yes. Um, this is gonna be well, obviously with COVID, it's gonna be a very different experience. Oh gosh, but, yes. but it's gonna be. Um, you're gonna see that Rudolph Gordon is gonna be, and you'll say this about every school, obviously. But uh, Rudolph Gordon is a very different place. Um, now we have because we are gonna we are K through eighth, right? So, yeah, which is a draw. so yeah. it, it it is a draw. There are disadvantages and there are advantages to it, and you'll and you'll see, and you'll see both. But hopefully, you know, by the time they get to you from our old sixth graders or new yeah. seventh graders, will uh, I would say more advantages though. Well, yeah, I agree. I 100 percent agree. I mean, you you can see them from you know K all the way to to eighth yeah. grade, and then though there is a there is a bubble. And I like to consider it a maturity bubble that uh-huh. you know <laughs> b- because you because you stay in the same space, your the parents. I mean, you'll have siblings on siblings on siblings, right? I, I mean, and and you'll know the parents. It does sometimes, you know, not having to go to a new place does make it. Yeah, it is. An, yeah. It is very an interesting. Yeah. Uh, not transition. Transition. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It is and isn't a transition because you're not transitioning from school, but. And um. and we both worked at um, at uh, I guess what we would call a tougher schools to work at um, pre- previously. Yeah. So and briefly, briefly. And this this school is it's it's very different. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'm pretty grateful to be here. Oh so yeah, I yeah. But we, a lot, but yeah, we both really lucked l- lucked into our uh, into our positions because <laughs> I mean really lucked into our positions. Yeah, and I didn't even really know what this was like. Yeah, because she's a she about too much. It was my first. I long term subbed at another school, oh, mm-hmm. um, and then this was my first place. This is oh, really awesome. kind of the first. Yeah, and I place so. And I quit. Um, I was in Spartanburg District mm-hmm. Six, and I'd quit the. I'd quit that job, and I was like, I. I just was. I was honestly miserable, mm-hmm. and it was. I was at that point where I was like, man, do I want to teach? Do I really yeah. want to teach? Right? Do I? Re- I really want to do it? I mean, I was depressed. We've, we've all been there. Yeah. So then I um, <coughs> ended up. Uh, not knowing what I was going to do, and I I've been put in my notice at uh, that school, Fair Forest, and then I ended up, uh, and then I put in my notice too late, and oh, uh, no. well, no, I mean, I mean, too too late to really get any other oh. other jobs, and then this uh, this job for me came open on a Tuesday, 
Um, when he says Tuesday, Okay, Tuesday. Okay, so meet the teachers Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This job came open actually Monday night. I applied to it (laughs) because the original man who should be sitting right here uh, bailed on them. I think he decided private school or something. Yeah, well, he he was was from out of state, right? I I think he was. But he he bailed on it. I was here Tuesday. I got hired Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I moved in Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, and then I was at meet the teacher and then, and then because, uh, because I was like, well, I'm, I'm just not going to be able to teach or whatever. I had forgotten to get my TDAP. Um, oh, nice. so mm-hmm. I, so I wasn't even there for the first week. So there was a sub here for <laughs> the first three days. But yeah, so it's, um, but he's yeah, here. So, yeah. We're, so, so we're here. <laughs> okay. So, so what is, oh, yeah, yeah, you're probably going to ask this next. Yeah, go for it. Well, just, we're talking about, oh, yeah. you know, yes, for sure. past mm-hmm. stuff. So you mentioned MTR, but. Mm-hmm. Were you within the district, or where are you so, coming from? So I started in Memphis for the three years, oh. and then my wife and I had our first son, Josh, and we were eight hours from the closest family, and so we kind of threw a pin on a map between my family and her family, and Greenville is kind of where it hit. So where were y'all from? Um, I'm from Augusta, Georgia, originally, and she's okay. from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay. And okay. So Greenville was kind of like Pretty cl- good it's close, yeah. and like my, like my mom and dad are really involved with our kids and so we were a little closer to them because it's just more convenient to have babysitters sure. more often yeah yeah. Um, yeah for sure but so when i came down here from memphis i applied to um woodland elementary school i found out through shining stars i think that's the event mm-hmm. it's called and i applied to oh woodland. you said that you were at woodland sorry yeah woodland nice. elementary and yeah so you know okay and I agree. yeah uh so what so what ends up being your favorite part of being a teacher oh man <laughs> now um <coughs> uh, I, I guess a way you can look at this is we like to look at it kind of as an end goal mm-hmm. type type situation. I mean, obviously, everybody's going to tell me the same thing, getting to know the kids. Because, I mean, that's really that's, why that's we do this. That's the most fun right? part. And that's why we do that, and that's why we're doing this right yeah. now. Or they're getting to know us. But yeah. um, what what's your end goal? Like, uh, for us, it's – I kind of uh, – I look at it as citizenship, right? I'm trying to, you know, trying to build a better citizen mm-hmm. yeah. through social studies. I, I look at it as, as, I mean, building better men and women. Like, okay. I think I get into this for, um, like, almost character education to a degree. Like, okay. I think I just, I go into high school in a very affluent district. I just saw a lot of people who had a lot of power and a lot of ability to do things and just were just being complete jerks. <laughs> and just, and, and we're just were like, kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm very idealistic, and so it always bothers me to see someone I'm like you. You could go and change this, but mm-hmm. it's like, eh, it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't affect anything. So, well, my end goal is to make men and women who have a sense of responsibility to to help have a responsibility to feel like that if there are problems in the world that they have an ability to at least make some change mm-hmm. to um and to be equipped with the ways to think through that and to and to open any doors they want. Like specifically in math, I want them to be able to to kind of see that even if they don't like math, it can be an avenue to something that they will love or that they okay. can they can at least get into a, a college they want to get into that opens up avenues in a different field. Mm-hmm. Like I want them to be able to to change the world the way they want to change it and be equipped to do so when they leave my classroom. And, and one of the things that I guess being new to the middle school environment, something that yeah. something, something that you haven't that you haven't seen is I mean you you've seen it in elementary school, but you but it doesn't. I, I guess it does. It probably doesn't really hit you as much because you're not. Let me teach one subject all day, every day, right? Yeah. Uh, and I know. I know a lot. A lot of the math teachers, the ones that have been teaching for a while, are one of their hardest things is kids just don't like math. Yeah, yeah, I get that. 
<laughs> right? I mean, it, yeah. and we you know, talked about it yesterday, but yeah, I mean, it's. I was saying though too, and you know, you can probably bring this in as well. Mm. Um, you know, I think the sixth grade math teachers. I was telling Mr. Weiss yesterday. I think I would have enjoyed math more. Oh if yeah, I had absolutely. Yeah, like we we're talking that. about this so today. Yeah, I definitely think you know, the the teacher has a big impact yes. on yeah students starting to to like. Yeah, the subject I, I look at math kind of like a language. Okay. It, it is like learning a leather language. Sure. And if you have Universal someone language. who learns a language like and teaches it very rotely, like this is your noun, memorize your noun, this is your verb, memorize your verb, it, you're not really going to enjoy that as much as when like you're having conversations, like you're learning to say ridiculous things. Like I like to use math and like for fun and to be as ridiculous mm. as possible yeah. in there. I mean, sure. we're doing Carnegie this year, which I like the detail of it, but it's not as freeing in some ways. So I've got to find some ways to bring in like ridiculous things in it. like yeah. i had my kids last year in math make food trucks and that was their and that was their their culminating oh, last year, cool. year last year i like that they had to use math in every aspect and like we'll talk yeah. about how you make a food truck and what business is it so i think you're exactly right the teacher makes the subject interesting mm-hmm. or not interesting yeah. agreed agreed um all right so how do you think your students would describe you and Usually we kind of have a little caveat with this yeah, as so far as both good and bad, right? I mean, yeah. we, we don't want to use the word bad. I mean, it's, you know, it's that, uh, is that interview? It's that interview question. Um, how, uh, not, not the, how would you, well, actually, no, no, actually we're, we're not to do. Yeah. It's kind of how you, how would you describe yourself? So wait, am I describing myself or how my students would describe me? Well, yeah, but it's, it's how would your <laughs> students describe you? I mean, cause uh, I, I can tell you that I know that's one of our questions for, uh, I sit on some of the interviews uh-huh. um, for new teachers. I mean, how would how would your students say about you? Okay, so I'll start with, I think there's one quote that kind of sums it up, and I'll break it down a little bit. We went through Palmetto's Finest last year, and so we had a lot of people interviewing. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. It was okay. a stressful situation, but we got, sure. we got through it all. But one of my kids was asked by one of the, I guess, like, like principals, admin, whatever, like, how would you describe Mr. Reeve? And I was standing close enough to where, like, I wasn't listening, but I mm. And he said, Mr. Reeve, is great. He doesn't always follow the rules. Okay. And that was kind of like, I feel like that's a pretty good summation of what kind of my, kind of how I want to be described. Like, I think for the good for me, they would describe me as fun. I'm not, I'm very flexible in a lot of things. I'm a big believer in if, if you're able to do what you need to do Mm. and it's not going to hurt anybody else and you're being respectful, I want you to do it your way. Um, my math class last year was my kids always knew, like, I don't care how you arrive at the answer as long as I can follow you there. As long as I can get you there. Um, some kids would say I'm funny, but that depends on your sense of humor. Um, and yeah. some of them are brown mm-hmm. houses, so, you know, they'll say it. Of course. <laughs> um, and I think more on the, on the bad side. None of the students that are listening are brown houses. No, no, they're, yeah. they're all great. Um, <laughs> on the other side, I do, I mean, I do have high expectations. Um, Tom Coughlin is a football coach. I watched a documentary on him, and he said, I am fair, firm, honest, and demanding. And I think that's kind of how I try to run my classroom. And some kids don't like that. Like, I will, like, I make them, you have to work. It's, it's not going to be a, um, a free ride. And some kids where I come from didn't really appreciate that. They didn't like being made to do the things that they felt like they shouldn't have to do. I am loud. Uh, I did have one one girl tell me that you were terrifying the first day because I'd never heard someone so loud before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mr. Wesh um, doesn't like that at all. No, I'm not very loud. No, I mean, I think I've heard <laughs> you from downstairs before. <laughs> 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 but um, so that's kind of, I think, the gamut of that. I think at my best, I'm, I'm fun-loving, flexible, and, and at my worst, I tend to be over-controlling and a little more demanding than I should. So 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I will say a lot of teachers have, have mentioned the high expectations, and I think that's one thing really is I think Rudolph Gordon, you know, middle school has high expectations, and we've talked about it, and, you know, Mm-hmm. really it's more of a caring thing like you yeah. want to expect a lot out of the person because you know they can do it exactly um, so. yes yeah the opposite of like love isn't hate it's apathy like if i didn't yeah. care i wouldn't exactly do this. Yep. Mm-hmm. okay so <coughs> let's see uh well this one's gonna be this one might be might be tough because it's because mm-hmm. it's new curricula for you oh yeah mm-hmm. um what's <laughs> so what's your favorite topic to teach within your content area and uh, I mean maybe I guess you don't know yet because you, you haven't really gone through all the I mean you, mm-hmm. you you can probably look at it and say I think that this this is what I like but until you actually really yeah. teach it I mean I think I, I mean I really love writing equations and solving one and two step equations wow. like I love the variables and like kind of because to me it, it's a puzzle it's like all right you're given these two sets of, of lines that are interconnected and they have some relationship and so I really enjoy the aspect of getting down and figure out and to solve, like, all right, how do they relate and where does this match up? To mm-hmm. me, it's just kind of like I've always found that very interesting. I'm excited to teach that. I don't know how excited my students will be to learn <laughs> that, but I am excited to teach equations. And um, I really like fractions. I know a lot of people don't love fractions. Ooh, but not so for me. Like, I, I absolutely. There's so much you can mm-mm. do with them. And I think, like, like I, got, I went into middle school math partially because I love math. But also, there's a piece of middle school math that I've used my entire life. And I was like, okay, I want to make sure I can communicate. Like, I use this stuff every day, like proportions and ratios and rates. Yeah. Yeah. I use it all the time to figure out, like, little things throughout the day. And, like, you know, I'm a big runner. And so, like, when I'm calculating splits or trying to figure out, like, what, you know, how would I go if I ran six miles at this pace versus three miles at this pace? Like, I use these things in my everyday life. And I want to be able to communicate that, that it's not just numbers on a page, like, if you will find some use for them somewhere in your life, I promise. Sure, absolutely. Right. I mean, that's you have a cell phone, right? Yeah. How do you think? <laughs> you exactly. Know, yeah. <laughs> there are fractal. There are fractals used in the antennas of your cell phone. I mean, yeah. it's all it's all math. Yep. All right. Uh, what? So you kind of answered this a little bit earlier, mm. but this is what should your students know about you to kind of succeed in your classroom? And you also could mention any pet peeves you have. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> This is a classroom management kind okay. of uh, question. I'll start with pet peeves. Um, being mean for no reason is a huge pet peeve. Hmm. Um, like there's not a lot that I'll, I'll go off on, but if I, like if you're just being mean for the sake of being mean, like that, that really gets me going. Um, so, and that's a quick way to get on my, like, I don't like you at all list. Okay. Um, so that's a big one. Another big pet peeve is um, if I've asked you to do something and y- if I've asked you to do something and your response instead of like, okay, I need to do this is incessantly ask why install. It's like, there's a reason I've asked you to do this next step. Like you may think like you're just adding two numbers together, but I want to watch this process. There's a reason. Okay. So trust me on that. Um, to succeed. I do think you have to trust me kind of going right off that. Like I absolutely, I think that's a big part of any classroom, but, um, specifically for me, I'm big on trust and I'll trust you. Like you'll trust me. That's kind of how that goes. And then we'll be willing to work hard. Um, laziness never works in any classroom, but I think mm. particularly in a math class, if you're not willing to, to put any effort in, like you're not going to grow. And the way I phrase it to my kids is if you're just going to sit there, like if I give you four problems to work and you just slap down four answers I have no idea where you're coming from. I have mm. no idea how you got it. Even if they're right, I don't know what your thought process is. So if you want to be helped, if you want to succeed, I have to know how you got to where you got there. Awesome. 
Okay, so um, that's our interview questions, Ooh, and we have more fancy. personality questions, right? Sweet. So, so this is mm -hmm. these are no, the fun questions. These are the more fun questions. Well, Little those are uh, fun. I don't know. <laughs> knowing stuff about you. Um, all right, we're gonna start with books. Oh uh, man. So uh, the way I like to look at it, um, this you can break this into parts. You can just tell me it's what what's your favorite book you can say if you want oh my favorite book to read as a kid was this this is my favorite mm -hmm. book to read now a book that you might have read like multiple times uh maybe you want to break it down by entertainment or professional mm -hmm. uh and then you can also hit us with uh and actually we, wh why don't we do th this is a question i might add um genre Ooh. so like a favorite genre um for you like a Maybe an entertainment period. What, what, so, so give me give me a genre. So let me start by saying I'm a massive reader. Okay, like I am a math nerd with it. Like I I've tracked my pages for the past three years, mm. so I know how many pages I've read since I moved to Greenville. Wow. So it's a and and I have like a list on my phone. That's mm. why I was pulling out to see like what I've been reading recently. Um, so I don't. I don't, I don't track pa pages. I do track books. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do that too. But see, that's the math person in me. I want like an objective measurement. Yeah. Like, okay. this. So what things. is it? Is that what you have pulled up? Oh, uh, so let's or see. No? This past school year, I read 14,000 pages. And hmm. this summer, I read 3,200. Last year, it was 13,000 in the school year and 2,900 hmm. during the summer. Um, I read a lot of science fiction, a lot of fantasy. Same. Fantasy is some of my favorite stuff in the world. I love to kind of get lost in it. Um, well, give me your science. Okay, then, then let me... Let me kind of co-opt this question yeah. for a second. Um, okay, favorite classic sci-fi book? Classic sci-fi. I like the Foundation series by Asimov. And um, you know, and you know that they're getting a, uh, they're, they're, yes. yeah. So, so there, there's going to be TV on yes. it. Yes, that one and yeah. Dune to me are like similar. Oh my and god! Go. Really, really? Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. so, 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 so that that is my that like when I asked this question, when she asked this question to me, Dune was my Dune, Dune was my oh, number Dune one. Is so good. I can tell you. Um, uh, Miss Nichols, her daughter, who was an eighth grader, was a seventh mm -hmm. grader last year. I gave her you know, the, the first Dune book. Yeah, I said, I, I don't, I don't lend books. I give books because mm -hmm. there's it's just not worth it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's. Oh, and the, and then with the new series coming out, have you? So okay, excited. so so you gave me some some of that. Tell me, do you uh, any modern? Because 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 I've I've been on a kick recently. I've mm -hmm. read, you know, like actually, in July I read about think seven or eight books i mean and it's and i've been trying on a kick on newer sci-fi do okay. you have any newer sci-fi the only new newer sci-fi i've read recently has been the expanse series oh yeah so i got through the first five and my library doesn't have the sixth one and so yeah. i'm kind of like well Arr. you're welcome to borrow it from well i don't borrow I, but you're, you're welcome to have it i, I do have it I'm, yeah. i might borrow from it because it's been killing me to figure out what's happening i really liked the way that series was set up and i appreciated like the depth of and you it. can go into TV now, which I think I, th I think they, they they did a really good job. And there are, there are certain things that you could say, well, I don't I really didn't do this, but the, the series, as far as it goes, is it's pretty well, great adaptation. And my wife and I watch; she kind of picks the TV shows, which I'm fine with. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm like whatever, um, but <laughs> she has been willing to watch the series, The Expanse. But I'm like, I want to make sure I've read what I can read first, and then then go into it because I'm I like finishing, or I like at least kind of knowing where it's going because I have. I'm weird like that, I guess. But yeah, the expanse has been recently really good. Um, oh, that's not weird to know, want to know where you're going. Yeah, I, 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 know, I like yeah. that. Um, I do that a lot too. Yeah. And then this summer, I spent a lot of time in fantasy, uh, a lot of satirical fantasy. Like I read Orconomics, okay. Zachary yeah. Pike. Have you yep. heard of that? I have. Man, you're one of the first ones I've heard of that. I love I, that. I, 
I haven't heard of most of this. Well, so she's a she, she, she's a thriller person, right? Yeah, she's a, she's I really a, like the she's thrillers. Thriller thrillers are good. I like fantasy too, but I have not heard. So, so like the the recent ones, I I read the Collapsing Empire. I think um, that's really good by John Scal. Yeah, Scalzi. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. the one that did Old Man's War, right? Yes. yes. And, I, and I haven't finished the whole Old Man's War series. I'm like on the uh, the fifth book. Mm. Like, was it a human problem or what or something yeah, like yeah. that? And then. The last two, because because I bought three no, Nebula winners. One mm-hmm. was Nine Fox Gambit, mm-hmm. um, which I'm reading that series right now. Or and then Ancillary Justice, mm-hmm. and then there's uh, they, and I can tell you what I, I, after I finish reading them, um, these ones I will actually let let you borrow. I don't let students borrow books. <laughs> Thank you. Though I did have yeah, I mean because they're they're f- brand new. You know the last five years and mm-hmm. just phenomenal. One which you would like. Um, hold on one second. Sprecket, if you could. Is it, are those the supplies for cleaning? I think they are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, Miss Prickett's hopping up to to grab the supplies mm-hmm. for cleaning. Um, but you would love the mm-hmm. uh, the nine. It's nine fox gambit, and mm-hmm. I actually have one of the books here, but it's all based on. Uh, it's very mathematical. Ooh, I it's like based that. on uh, this calendrical math, like based on calendars, and mm-hmm. they could use exotic technology. I think you'd enjoy it, and I, I think like kids that. would enjoy it too. I'm sorry, we, we, we really diverged and went off on all that, but yeah. um, okay. So uh, let's let's move from uh, oh so so top fantasy. Okay, well, top so fantasy. We, yeah, let me talk my top fantasy. Um, I really like I like a lot of Terry Pratchett. Going postal, yeah. I read that and loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, a very niche one by David McPherson is called Here Be Dragons, and it's I haven't read that. No. It's he's super unknown. He's only written one book, but I love it because it's a guy who. He goes on one quest and then winds up settling down. Sure. And has a kid and all this stuff. And then he, he's called back another quest. And I love it because, like, at this position in my life, I'm not the young – like, I'm not viewing myself always as the hero. It's like, I have a family. I can't just go off and do that stuff all the time. <laughs> no. So this so book was like, no, you can't. No, this you book can't. was real hit home. And then the best author I've read recently – and this is sci-fi and fantasy is – I can't say his name, but it's, like, P. like D.G. Clark. He wrote um, – he wrote – he's written novellas and short stories. He wrote – uh, a dead gin in Cairo, haunting of Tramcar 015, and um, he's about to come up with two new novels. Oh, and the Black God's Drums. And, okay. And he writes like he takes historical settings and twists them in like a fantastical way. Like mm, the Black yeah, God's yeah. Drums oh. is about like a girl in New Orleans in a, in a alternate history where the Civil War didn't end the same way. In New Orleans is this like haven of voodoo and freed slaves and like airships. And it's he writes kind of like steampunkish. Yes, okay. and like he lately has been my jam. So, so um, with obviously your interest in this uh, in these genres, can you tell me? Uh, do you have any anything maybe for our younger uh, readers? Because some of them that we, we've mentioned will have a little more adult themes. So yes. you, you you kids probably shouldn't get into it as yes. much yet, or maybe you should. I mean, hey, I'm not ask gonna I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna parents. stop you, yeah. right? <laughs> but ask your parents. Do you have a uh, is there anything that you're like, man, th- as far as, because there's dystopian futures huge right now oh, in, gosh, in young adult, right? Yeah. So I think if I was to recommend things, so if you're going on dystopian futures, I read the last kids on earth. Like I, oh, I, okay. I keep up mm-hmm. with them. I have the hardbacks cause I just really appreciate them and enjoy them. Those sure. are good. And they're more like chapter comic hybrid. So if you're kind of a lazy reader, they're great. Um, yeah. they're just nice popcorn for me. I got started in fantasy on the Redwall series. Okay. I don't know if you've ever read the Redwall yes. series or anything, but like that got me into fantasy initially. They're very wholesome. They're very mm-hmm. like it's a very well built world for like little cute critters. Yeah. Um. I always recommend 
uh, I also I think comic books are valid to getting people in. I I like yeah. the use of them. So like, there's some really good, well written Marvel and DC. I comics mean, you're you're, you're preaching to the choir. I have I have sixty thousand plus comics. I mean, I have a oh, wow. I have a very extensive comic collection from the forties on up. I mean, oh it's I'm, I'm all well, we have I'm all kids about it. too. Who I mean, we've done comic projects yeah. in the past. Yeah, we really we're, enjoyed we're that. where they create comics. Yeah, yeah, and class. always recommend Calvin and Hobbes to people. <laughs> yeah, Calvin and Hobbes yes. is always great, and he's back, right? Uh, no, it's Gary Larson. Oh, Gary Larson Gary was back. Larson. The Far Side, which is awesome. Far Side was really back. Good. Oh, yeah, that's really right. Good. Oh, yeah. No, and that, that, that was like a 15-year hiatus, something yeah. crazy well, like that. He, he came back because he spent that time learning to draw digitally. He put out a post. Really? Wow. Like, the reason I got out of the game was it was all moving digital, and I <sighs> couldn't do that. So he spent the last however many years teaching himself how to do digital art. Wow. You're always learning. Which Mad props. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. So yeah. that's kind of what wow. I recommend. And then... Um, I mean, I, th- I like the Hunger Games books. I didn't love the movies. I like the books a little better. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like I would lose a teaching license if I don't say Harry Potter. Like, if, if you got nothing else to you know, get it, you in, it uh, <clears throat> it is hard. Uh, like, as as an adult, to read the first couple because it's because oh. it, it's so little kitty, right? Okay. I, I've, I've read chapters longer than the first book of Harry Potter. Well, it's like reading a Dan Brown novel, but yes. you know, I love Harry Potter. <laughs> um, so I like, grew up with Harry Potter. Well, so. yes. Well, she's she's. I uh, was a kid when I was reading Harry Potter. That is right. So. That, 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 yeah. That's right. Yes. Okay. So um, we're gonna go to movies and TV. So, so we're gonna start with movies. Uh, right. Now, movies you're gonna break into two different ways right. if you want. Uh, you think greatest movie? This is it. This okay. is not the best movie. This is not your favorite movie, mind greatest. you. Yes. And then you can do the other one, like your your movie that. It's on TV. You're gonna watch the movie that you've seen the most uh, times, and sometimes it's not even like your. It almost it doesn't always end up your favorite, but it's like the one that that you you're kind of go to your mm-hmm. desert island movie that doesn't have to be cinematic greatness. Oh, you know gosh. what I mean? All right, so I'm going with greatest movie ever. <coughs> this is not one I recommend children okay. watch. Is The Usual Suspects? Oh, love it! It mm, is one I of my mean, favorites. I can still remember vividly yeah. watching it the first time, and it just it's well written. It's intriguing. Well, and you can't watch it once. No, you, you have, have to watch, to watch it, watch it my, more yeah. than once. Mm. So to me, hands down, greatest movie ever made. Oh yeah, I and won't argue that till the day. Lo- and you know, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go watch what, this. I'm not a. Very, I feel I'm not I feel so bad about what happened so to Kevin Spacey. I mean, uh, what a, what a jerk! Oh, yeah, but Kevin I mean, Spacey he was amazing that. in that movie. I think like I have to remember myself like this is like this is him at his best, and I don't I don't, I don't have to like him as a person exactly like, to appreciate to appreciate the art work. Yeah, so that's Mem- best of all time. Memento is kind of like uh, along that that same level. Yes. Uh, it's it's just the same, and that's Christopher. Was that Christopher Nolan? I think that was. I think I think it's one of his first movies, and who I love Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I'm a big writing. Geek, so like mm. if it's written well, I, I oh of I course, most yeah, we love it. Okay, so uh, and Desert Island movie, Desert Island movie, give it to me. Oh, man, see that that's much harder because that can change depending. Yes. I really like the Sting. Um, oh, big okay. Redford and Newman fan. I just to me, there's something classic about it. A classic movie. Yeah. You're the first yes. one to give us a classic movie yeah. on this. Yeah. yeah, I really like that one. And then um, and also my my dad. One of my earliest memories. Of my dad is when once he got out of like the ministry and like actually was more home like sure he made me and my brother sit down and watch it and i remember like arguing like i don't want to watch this old janky movie like what do you mean like it's like <laughs> it's got paintings in it like why do i want to watch this and i just remember being enthralled for the entire time like this this is awesome this is great all so. right cool. uh, okay so we're gonna go to uh let's move to superpower choose your oh, superpower man. um i want to control friction Oh, that's uh, a new one. A new one. Uh, we, we we've had a lot of um, we've had a lot of flights. We've had teleportation. Mm-hmm. We've had what was the one? What was the one? Yet we had one yesterday that was really cool. Was that? Uh, was that Lombell? Was hers healing? Hers was healing. Hers was which healing. I, 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 I which I hadn't heard. Mine is a cop out. Um, what is yours? Mine is uh, it is every, good, yeah, every good, good, 
control of uh, particles at a sub or psionic control of particles at a subatomic level. That is, that is definitely a cop out. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's a cop out. But respect. I mean, yeah, okay. You know, so, I get that. Pretty much. Can pre say pre it really well. Pretty much. Like, uh, Doctor yeah. Manhattan from yeah, you know, yeah. from Watchmen. Yeah. yeah but so fortune for me, like I just. I love that even able to skate down anything. And I can make money off of it. There's a lot of things I could do with personal. You really could, yes. Yeah. Very practical. Very yeah. practical. Yeah. Have you I read like Brandon that. Sanderson's The yeah. Stormlight Archive? Wait, say it again? Have you ever read Brandon Sanderson's The Stormlight Archive? I have not. That Okay, add that to us. It's it's epic mm. fantasy, It's but like I stole that from him. Like One of the characters in there, like they, that's their ability. And the way he writes it, it just feels like, this is what I want to do with my life. Why can I not have this? There's a there, there's an anime that has something similar to it. Um it's from the index series where a guy has, mm -hmm. or they have psychic psychic powers, but it's really much pretty much magical powers, except mm -hmm. there is magic in the series. But whatever. But a guy has uh, vector control, like nice. all all vectors. So he's like albino because he can't really control it as much. So like the sunlight bounces off him, you know. Mm -hmm. And albinos, and and so it's, I mean, you can even you know direct flow within mm -hmm. your area. So I, I think I think that that whole you know friction is kind of a is a different way of of doing it, but his is. Vector control, yeah. which and is I kind of a cool way. I don't want to digress for one second. But mm, yeah, yeah. Going back to books kids might get into, Brandon Sanderson's phenomenal. He's okay. written so much. He is prolific. He's and he's completely like, he's on a level where I think I, I have no reservation recommended to anybody. Okay. And he's he's, I mean again, he's considered one of the best. All right, guys. So so look into Brandon Sanderson. Brandon Sanderson. Yeah. Okay. Start with his Mistborn series. Mistborn. Mistborn. Okay. Um. So we we did superpower. Mm -hmm. Let's go to. Uh, Personal hero. So tell me, and, and when I say personal hero, we've had a, a lot of different things. Um, I'm going to cut this off. I'm not going to make it uh, somebody that you don't know that you've never met. Cool. Okay. And and you can say, well, I don't really consider them a hero. <laughs> so, so maybe, so who is somebody that you want to, let's think of it like this. Who is somebody that you want to sit down and talk with? Uh, anytime in history, oh, nice. any anybody, you got 30 minutes, talk to them. I mean, they can be heroes yeah. or villains or yeah. however you just yeah. want to talk to Anybody. them man so like got? my wife and i just went on a, like our five-year anniversary date sure and we actually had the question like who are your five dinner guests oh. okay so, so give me your one so dinner guest. So, so i gotta take that list and go down to one uh alive man. or dead Anybody? I know that, that's the hard part it's like i have a lot of them i really i would love to sit down with jackie robinson why i just think like what he did in the in the time period mm -hmm. and just knowing about how how much of a spotlight was on him to be like the first African-American baseball player in a time when that was the sport in America and knowing that he had to put up with this, like reading what he had to put up with and like go through with teammates and what his family went through. I just want to sit down and ask him like how he did it and, and what are some things that like kind of drove him to keep that, keep up that, 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 strength because yeah. yeah, like I just know that that's something that I will never have to face. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I, I can't think of another person. I mean, you could say Dr. King or a couple other civil rights activists, but sure. like, to me, the fact that Jackie Robinson did it in a in a sport is just so amazing to me. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like he's he's venerated for a lot of reasons. I'll Plus, I'm sure he's got some funny stories. Maybe some skeletons in the closet. Maybe I could. Oh, you know, you know, first fact he yeah. does. Okay, so uh, now an important one for most of our students is mm -hmm. we're going to talk about um, sports. We're going to talk about teams. Sweet. Okay, so we're going we're to go with professional. I'm going to start with the uh, individual sports. Do you follow uh, tennis, golf, uh, racing, anything else? That, and I know you can, well, there's teams with that, but no. <laughs> we're going to talk about those individual sports. Is there a person that you follow in any of those fields? I mean, 
So I'm from Augusta, Georgia, which if you're a golf person, you know yes. that's where the Masters is played. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I have it's a golf played person. the Masters course. Oh, wow. Um, I've been there for years. I hate golf, though. <laughs> I hate but golf still, so I mean, much. I have so been to the Masters, but... No yeah. You probably have seen my mom then somewhere on the course, I guarantee it. Mm. Yeah. She's everywhere. But um, no, I do not like any... I like track and field. Oh, but okay. Only during the Olympics. I mean, it's not like I can like say, hey, I'm going to go follow. We're all Olympic fans uh, yeah. when it comes up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I like watching fencing as an Olympic sport. I oh, fen- yeah. I fenced for a couple years. And so, so did I. Right. So, so did I in, uh, in high school uh, at Furman. They, they had fencing no classes. Right. Yeah. So yeah, individual sports, that's kind of wow. all I follow. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Okay, so uh, then let, then let's we're gonna go to team sports now. Uh, baseball. I'm a Braves fan. A Braves, good. Braves fan. Okay, yeah. But it's going Atlanta. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you follow hockey? Um, no. since, since you're from the south, it, yeah, it, I mean, it's <laughs> a it, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't I've I've seen ice once in my life, like on the ground. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so um, let's talk about basketball. Do you, do you follow any teams? Um, I like I like basketball. I like the Hawks. Um. I went to yeah, a lot of they're, they're so, they are always so bad. So, and like I mean, like and it broke my heart last or two years ago when like they took Trey Young over like Luca and I was like, so dumb. I was just like, why? It's so my brother and I. Like I have a young, I have two brothers. My youngest is big into mm. basketball, and that's kind of our connection point. Is we sure. moan about how the Hawks are awful. I did not realize that they took Trey over Luca. Oh yeah, that is yeah. Yeah. terrible. No, no, yes, and, and they <laughs> traded for it. Like it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like we took Luca. Oh and my gosh. Him. And and I'll tell you, like going to Emory, I had a friend who. His dad had connections somehow, mm-hmm. um, so we would go. We go to a lot of Hawks games, mm-hmm. and it was. I mean, you know, we went for the other teams because it was so wretched. I mean, hey, well, you, in Charlotte's, I mean, they've been oh, bad and I, for well, and and I'm I a mean, Charlotte, really and, and I'm no and, I'm, and I'm a Hornet <laughs> fan. I mean, not a Bobcat fan, but I'm a Hornet fan. Um, and you know, but were they like ever good? The Hornets? I was. Never they were. Really they were at least entertaining to watch when Hornets. when Muggsy Bogues was out there, and and yeah. Yeah, and they and, and they weren't. They weren't. Bottom feeders. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it like that. Yeah. So they weren't just. They were a 500 team, right? Yeah. Like a, like an okay team. Yeah, which is like it was like the NBA purgatory. It's like yeah. You're not good enough <laughs> to get a draft pick. You're not good enough. To yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. Um, football. Uh, I'm a big college football fan. Oh no no we're not in college yet. We're, oh, we're okay. that's his last. We're, we're, we're sports. Okay. That, that, he that, saved cool. it for the last. Um, that's the most important right, thing for so most of our kids. I, I will say this, and as nice of words I can say, I love the Falcons, and I absolutely hate the Patriots. Oh, and I no, thought no, you were going to say Panthers, and no, we were no, like... No, 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 no. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to no, have no, some no, real no, problems no. now. No, no. I hate Falcons the Patriots, guy, too, so... Big Falcons guy. Um, my dad tried out for the Falcons in the 60s as a punter. Wow. In the no 80s as a punter, and he, like, barely missed the cut. So. Let me let, 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 let me tell you that, um, you know, as a... I don't have a problem with the Falcons. No, no. I, I, n- I never have. It's always been the Saints. Mm-hmm. I always have a problem with the Saints, Man, I and I don't care about Tampa Bay, because because even with Tom Brady, they don't they don't count to me. That's so yeah, yeah, I so and so they had Jameis, so I just <laughs> thirty for thirty, thirty for thirty season, <laughs> which is I, I which is incredible, which is incredible if you think about it. He was at Florida State when and, they beat us, so and they were Bad and he was at Florida State when they beat us too. So you know, yeah. like and, and it was really embarrassing. <laughs> but hey, we, we beat Tech many times yeah. as well. So my thing about uh, uh, and 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 I kind of am ex- excited about Atlanta because after the Panthers' less than satisfactory Super Bowl. The Falcons came next year, and that, the the bad Panthers Super Bowl washed away, washed away. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that Cam didn't die for the ball. Doesn't matter because we weren't ahead. You weren't twenty eight three. Twenty eight three. Oh my gosh! And no wonder, of course. You, you, I mean, you have to hate the Patriots. Though now with Cam there, I'm gonna pull for the Patriots because I want. I, I don't like Bill Belichick, but I respect him as the greatest. Oh gosh, he's the, the, he's the best greatest coach of ever. all time, right? Yeah. yeah. I want. No I want Tampa to go eight and eight at most. 
Uh, yeah. Gronkowski is going to be out in three games. If um, that. If that, right? Yeah. And then um, and everybody that drafts him in fantasy and whoever's doing fantasy, we're not going to even discuss that because that's that, that that's a, a place of revenue that I'm not going to make this year. Um, but anyways, so – I want I want the Patriots to go this. I want Cam Newton to, to get one, and I want them to be yeah. like, oh well. So Tom Brady's the greatest of all time, no. but or is it really Belichick? Oh, it's Belichick. I mean, like, and hands I, down. And honestly, you can't hate Cam. Like Cam is a wonderful person. Thank you. Like, yes, because really, lots of people would disagree. I don't, I don't know how you hate Cam. I mean, like the dude's smile alone is infectious. And and and, right? I, and I can tell you why why half the Panthers ha- fan base hated Cam. It's because of USC. I'm talking about Carolina, mm-hmm. because. The only time that they were any relevance in football, any relevance, oh, yeah. they, made to, they, they made it to the SEC mm-hmm. and SEC championship. The only time they made it, and they got stomped on by Cam Newton because Cam was a massive oh. because because he yeah, was I mean because he was a man and they were yeah, boys, yeah, well, right? Man, I mean, I'm sorry, but yeah. the West versus the East and the SEC that's not is a, like not even a. Yeah. I mean, Georgia. I don't know who you're a fan of yet, so oh, sorry we'll if we're yeah. no, we're dissing okay. hard, but so <laughs> okay, so now I mean we've obviously segued pretty well into into. Uh, into college, so you went to Georgia Tech. That's what I pulled for. So you pulled for Georgia <laughs> Tech. Yes, <laughs> not even there a question. There and I, like, I mean, I hate Georgia with a passion. I, I mean, oh, like, great. E- e- even saying <laughs> Georgia, like, as a university, I have to like say it with a lowercase g because I don't believe it's a full university. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't get on with that. I mean, only because my my mom is a, and I grew up going to Georgia games because my mom yeah. is an alumni. My grandfather was a professor I there. That. I respect that. My cousin is, or sorry, my uncle is a current law professor there so i mean i get all that but it's yeah. like i just don't I care do about SEC football. A, like like most auburn fans have a have a passionate hate towards georgia as mm. well like my husband i just hates don't georgia but that i don't understand i, I like, do Alabama. not like georgia but it's not quite as strong because i actually grew up a clemson fan so oh gosh, yeah huge auburn fan now would pull for him over clemson yeah. but still like you know i didn't grow up so yeah, it's I not mean, quite as strong against mm. Georgia. I, I think why I hate Georgia so much is in Augusta, like everyone and their grandma is a yeah. Georgia fan. And it's just like, and I get it. I mean, but it's just, I would go to church on Sundays after a Georgia you mean loss on Saturday. It's t- and it would be like someone died. And I like to Y'all, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Like <laughs> you guys threw four picks. What did you expect? <laughs> it's like the team. Uh, uh, now this might get me into trouble. Oh boy. But uh, I feel like it's similar to Alabama within the state. It's the team of the uneducated. I would definitely agree with that. Mm. Although I will say Georgia is oh, difficult I'm, to get into. I'm not saying I'm not <laughs> saying the actual here's, Georgia here's, students. I'm talking about yeah. as the state goes, it's the team of the uneducated. Well, to get here's into. the thing about Georgia: it's something oh, to tell yeah. all your high school all your high school seniors. Georgia's harder to get into, easier to stay in. Tech yes. is easier to get into, harder to stay in, and that's and this is oh, true. and Georgia Tech is a very difficult school. I was not saying no, like no, no, one no, no. versus the trust other. Me, I'm, I like <laughs> trust me. I take solace in our college rankings over Georgia. because yeah. our football yeah. team is in a massive yeah. rebuild right now. Well, and you know, I, I used to enjoy watching. I mean, I enjoyed watching the triple option. I love Paul. Jo- I, okay, Paul. Johnson and the triple is option. My other person. Yes. Like, if I could eat dinner Got with, it. it'd be him. Well, and, and the triple option is f- if you can't recruit and you can't because yeah, because because it's tech, yeah. and and. And you can't recruit at a high level. The great equalizer is the triple option. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it truly the, it's the is. Block, it's the it's the misdirection. And like, yeah. and, it, and when it's run well, like it's beautiful. Like it I is, remember crazy. watching it. It's and it's such a. It kind of made me a little frustrated when we got out of it because, just like Mike Leach at Washington State, who kind of like mm. fed into that culture. And it's like swing your sword, pirate, whatever. <laughs> like Paul Johnson, he is Georgia Tech. He's curmudgeon-y. Yeah, he, he's he's angry at the world. He runs a system that's antiquated. Like this is an engineering football well, it's team. A, it's the kind of characters that that you want yeah. to have, and and it exactly. is it is an engineering, but it is an engineering base 
yeah. uh, base for, formation system because if you don't do it right, mm-hmm. it's awful. Oh, but if you but worst. if you do it right, it's like run, yeah. run, run, run. Okay, we're gonna all suck them all in. Okay, yeah. throw Nick, yep. nickel dime. Like yeah. three yard, three yard, three yard, yeah. fifteen. Yeah, it's very it's very similar to a way that like I mean. It's it's strategic in a way that like I think like Bill Belichick plays yeah. and and he yeah. has played for because Tom Brady can't throw over twenty yards because yeah because you know <laughs> oh but no no let's oh he's the savior and guess what they're going to the okay, Super but Bowl their defense also the past like few years has carried them just saying oh oh no the Patriots defense has carried them I mean, Patriots defense no. has always been the hallmark in, yeah. Like, yeah. in their defense I mean like the only though the, you, you, that's only. In the middle years, after after their third Super Bowl, then it was the offense. Yeah. Then it was the offense. They had Moss. They, I mean, I mean, it was like 2008 Moss. when they when they went 16 to one, right? Yeah. I mean, and Eli Manning did sacrifice a small goat. No, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think it was a small goat. <laughs> it was pretty large. Have you ever seen America's Game? Yes. Okay, so it's on YouTube now. Someone uploaded mm-hmm. them all. So I've been go- I've been watching through a few. Of them. <laughs> but I still can't bring myself to watch some of the Patriots ones. I get that they're great. But man, like it's hard to watch them win sometimes. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. It's hard for me to watch Tom Brady win because he yeah, is, because Tom he is Brady one of the most ungenuine human beings I've ever seen. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like he's a plastic mold of a person. Yeah. If someone's running. Well, so. and 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 like I mean like you know say what you want about Cam Newton, say what you want about uh, about about his you know buckwheat hair and his mm-hmm. and, 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 and his and his like old lady scarf that he puts around his head oh, yeah. dude is an hey, individual he's and got style and he doesn't care and he does not care I mean, he, he's not i am a robot you know like he's not like Giselle and i went out to dinner last night yeah <laughs> it was nice it's yeah. like what is wrong with you dude and and, and, it's, and it's like and he's like oh tom brady's so good he's he's been taking team friendly deals because Giselle makes more money than him well yeah and also Yearly. let's be honest yeah give me a team friendly deal it's and give me Brady super bowl rings the second he demands money they're getting another quarterback in there Bel- Belichick does not care exactly okay so um so 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 we've been going on along uh, our our last <laughs> yes. question we, we we have last questions it's about music so, oh, cool. I, so I need your number one song uh, oh, and then your number one band. They do not have to be from the same, right? Okay, they have to be, I mean, like, these are all these questions as a teacher, it's always weird, like, because of what kid-friendly answer do I have to do? Oh, no, no, like, no. It doesn't have to be kid-friendly. I'm just right. talking about period. Man, my favorite. So right now, my favorite song. All time. Oh, all time? Oh, give me one second to think, because, like, it's a Macklemore song. Okay. I'm drinking which Macklemore band. song. Macklemore. My favorite band is Mumford and Sons. Okay. Uh, Babel. They're, that Babel album, I will look, put there up there against any album. Okay. In the world. So, favorite Macklemore song then is, is your favorite song? It's from Gemini. I really like Fire Breather, is really good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think lately it's been um, Excavate by him. Okay. Featuring, I think, Dan Kaplan's in it. And yes. It's just like, it's mellow, it's chill, but like, I just. Very like, cool. like it. Okay. So, um, karaoke song. Ooh. Now, this, th- th- this, you get called up at the club. Karaoke club, anything that you want, any song, the one that you feel most comfortable singing oh, and going out there okay. and get, getting down. Have you ever seen Scrubs? You did you too? Yes. So you know the yeah. you, 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 so you, you know the Air Band song. Yes, it's that's the one. More than a feeling by Boston. I will jam out to that oh, okay. any okay. day of the week. Awesome. Now uh, our final question for for this whole interview is, mm-hmm. what would your entrance music be? Now let me set you up. I I, I, like, I like to set our teachers up. So. Mm-hmm. You know you haven't you haven't seen this yet because you're new to the school. So the kids the kids sit in the pod. You can see it out there. They sit in the pod. They're 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 waiting to go to their first period, right? Mm-hmm. If you're on duty in the pod, you sit there. You just make sure that they're well. Now you make sure that they sit on their dots. But typically, yeah. you, you make sure they're not they're they're not doing anything ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah, they're, they're not wild. Yeah, they're not wild. They're talking. They're having a good time. So that so that's my duty. I'm I'm out there. 
Now it comes 7.45, that bell rings, it's time for them to go to class, but you're still on duty. You're the last teacher to come down. I can't dismiss them to your class and to the rest of the class until you get there. So as you walk in, music starts playing. You're, you're, you're the last one in there. Everybody knows, everybody knows, Reeves coming in. Reeves coming in. Mm-hmm. It's white and nerdy, but weirdo. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> white and nerdy. Yes. Yes, very good. Wow. <laughs> we've uh, had nothing like that. We, we've I, had nothing I like that. that. The, the, the closest, I think, I did say uh, one of them would be, yeah. yeah, Together Forever. Um, Ooh, yes. Or, or I, also, also close second would be Hall and Oji, Make My Dreams Come True. Wow. I played that at the end of my wedding. I like never it. never awesome. regretted that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, so um, that, is the, that is the end for our questions. Now, do you Ooh. have anything that you want to tell uh, our audience, which hopefully is your students and hopefully is uh, some of the parents that they get to know you. Is so there anything to that... To the millions of people listening. To the millions of people listening, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited to be here. Okay. Like, this is, like, it's kind of a dream job because working at Woodland was great, but it was 25 minutes away. And with two young boys at home, like... I are they going to come here? They are. They, they are? are? Okay. They okay. are. And, like, not this year, obviously, but in the future. But, like, I love being a dad more than anything in the world. Like, I've only been a dad since I was 15. So, like, this is, like, a dream. <laughs> like, I was one of those weird high schoolers that was, like, I, I want to be a dad. I like, wasn't sure if I wanted to be a dad. I always wanted to be a grandfather. But I wasn't, but I wasn't sure end, if I... <laughs> see, I knew that. That's the end game. Grand yeah, that, that's the end game. <laughs> but I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a dad. And then, you know... I don't know. And I then I think the aunt and uncle. And then I, and then I really... Uh-huh. And, and then I, I didn't even know... Even after I held my daughter for the first time, I, I knew I was, I knew I loved her, but yeah. until, until like a little bit later, until she actually really, st- until like I had her home and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, this is it. Yeah. So I love being a dad. So I'm here though, because like this, this is like, a sp- I, can, I can spit in my house. So it's like, this is where I want to be. Like, Got I it. love this community. Um, I go to church at Palmetto Hills Presbyterian, okay. which is like, literally like a right turn. And we live like five minutes past that. So sure. like, I'm a big believer in like the triangle like way of life that sounds so mystique and weird. <laughs> All it is is like um, it's it's community driven living. It's like draw a triangle between where you work, where you live, and where you go to church or whatever. Like your sure. third thing is, and like you want that triangle to be as small as possible because that's your intimate Close community. Yeah. And like and that's what I want. I want to be a part of this community. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to love on the kids here and to to kind of get to know everybody. Um, well, you're in a very cl- close knit school as well. I yeah. mean, like like, like uh, you know, as far as our relationships go. Um, Teacher wise, I mean, you might not be hanging out at at your yeah, teacher's yeah. houses, but at the same time, like I do consider, you know, my colleagues, at least in the, the sixth grade, and then the ones who had been in sixth grade are now in seventh or eighth mm. as friends. Right, I mean, so like, yeah, truly, okay. yeah, like people you can rely on and that I would do for, yeah. right? That's great. I mean, we I've know this is gonna be a, a different year, oh and you know, I feel better about it because of because of the people we have here. So. Absolutely, yeah. and that's kind of yeah, that's where coming from Woodland. Like I had like I joked, I had seven sisters at school because I worked with. <laughs> all women yeah but like i, I really love being I, a male in education right but like i'm excited to be here because all you guys seem so close yeah. and, I, and i want those relationships because like it really is like i mean uh, these are the people you spend the majority of your time with yep like, absolutely you, you want to like most of them at least yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean yeah. majority <laughs> even if you have to have it out uh, every, every once in a while it's it, it's that good sibling type of thing oh yeah right yeah, yeah. teacher fight club right yes For sure. oh, absolutely <laughs> which we you don't talk about me um, yeah. that's kind of I mean that's the big thing i want them to know um yeah, I guess that's, and I think there are a few kids that go to Rudolph Gordon Bay live in my neighborhood. I'm sorry if you see me running because I might have the worst farmer's tan in the world. <laughs> so I'm going to apologize. You may there have you go. been blinded. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Out. Well, I think that, that's all we have. Uh, we, we do say something at the end of our podcast. Um, it's just called Gator Tales. We do say later Gators. gators. So um, on three, one, two, three, later, later gators. gators. Thanks, guys.